Welcome to the Pop Goes the Culture pull list for Wednesday, May the 23rd. We are at our Wednesday home of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast at Vintage Stock on South Glenstone, right across from the Battlefield Mall in Springfield, Missouri. As always, I am Joey Mills with GeekDad.com, and we've got quite the crew here today. We've got... Kenny Wright with In Transition. <laughs> He's taking his shots and <laughs> scheduled the surgery for later. This- no. Go ahead. Uh, uh- Odin is here this time. Are you in transition, too? I am in transition, Well, it's too. nice you guys can go to, through that together. <laughs> <laughs> then we've got... It's uh, a father and son thing. Yeah, I guess so. And we've got our vintage stock hosts. We've got... Dustin. And... The Wildebeest. <laughs> and we have... I'm going to ask these guys. We are like minutes from unlocking the doors, and if it's like it's been the last couple weeks, we're not going to see these two again before we have to leave. So uh, I'm going to ask you guys our social uh, media whole question of the week. We had Armed Forces Day was last Saturday, so it's the third Saturday in May. We've got Memorial Day next Monday, so we are right in the middle of uh, a couple of uh, military-style recognition celebration things. So my question, our question this week is, what is your favorite wartime or war set movie? And it can be like historical war like world war ii it can be like fantasy like star wars you know sci-fi it just could be any kind of anywhere in between but what is your favorite wartime movies and i'll let whoever wants to jump and in we should all probably talk give you guys this when we first got here because there are literally so <laughs> yeah we, we sat through we went through the list yeah. and we're like wow there's I'd a lot say of good personally ones. mine is probably saving private ryan okay that's probably what mine is but very good yeah we uh, we knew that would be a popular pick earlier yeah, in the week we <laughs> well what do you think Oh, that's a toughie. Yeah, honestly. there's a lot, a lot of really between two. One, uh, probably always. I mean, of course, not totally historically accurate, of course, right? But uh, Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That was yeah. one of his favorites too. Mine. I picked three hundred, and he picked Jacob's Ladder. Uh, I took what I take. I took uh, Casablanca, yeah, and uh, Dusty went with uh, Enemy at the Gates. So That's those great. are the four that are out there. But we know Saving Private Ryan's had a few hits, and yep. And so we will uh, let these guys handle their business. I know Dustin's unlocking the doors, and so we'll jump into the show. And as long as we can keep one or both of you, or grab you as you come through, we'll uh, we'll grab you guys. But. Uh, this week, uh, comics and comic-related headlines. Marvel's announced their various uh, Hunt for Wolverine stories will wrap up with a one-shot tie-in book uh, called Hunt for Wolverine Dead Ends this August, followed by a new Wolverine number one launching in September. Wolverine's always a big seller for you guys. Isn't any, any book with Wolverine in it? Say what? Any book with Wolverine's probably a, a big seller for you guys, right? Oh, absolutely right now. Yeah, for, for a good reason. And plus, like, uh, it's cool that with true believers and stuff too that just even makes it even higher right. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. yeah i imagine so <laughs> throwing people back <laughs> have people has wolverine been out of the comics long enough for people maybe to miss the character a little bit so they're kind of yeah uh four years is a pretty long time but they definitely have had really good uh plans to make sure at least the spirit of wolverine wasn't totally lost right you know, with old man logan and all that so right. x23 yeah very good uh, also in comics-related news, uh, Krypton airs its season finale tonight on Siffy on Sci-Fi. Siffy and Siffy also announced uh, in the last couple of days that uh, they have renewed Krypton for season two. So we'll get the uh, finale tonight, season two, probably sometime about a year from now. 
I know you've been watching it all along. Have you been watching it with him, Odin? I have not. I've Odin. been mean to pick it up. Yeah, he doesn't watch a lot of TV, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I just watched. I got caught up on the recent episode last night. So, okay, there you go. So I wanted to make sure I was like, because I, I want to see the season finale, and it's, I mean, they they really put the gas, you know, they put Start the, to move it a little bit. Yeah, so I was, because there was a couple episodes there, I was like, okay. <laughs> we, we're <laughs> filling time. Exactly. <laughs> we got a certain number of episodes we got to fill. <laughs> 13 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if this if this season doesn't end with uh, Candor being bottled up, I'll be kind of disappointed because I don't know that I want to see that drug out for another. <laughs> I'd rather see it. Yeah. Go Let's go ahead and wrap that part up this season tonight and then move into something different uh next season where you can be dealing with the aftermath of it or something. Yeah, and I don't know any kind of timelines as far yeah. as when it was bottled up or... Right, no. I mean, that's where it's all been moving towards is Brainiac coming to bottle up Candor and... Did it, yeah, did it happen that. during Grandpa's time? <laughs> right. or did it happen during Dad's time? Right. Or? I say let's just go ahead and make that happen <laughs> and, and move on to the next the next part of the story. Yeah, if you learn nothing from all the other shows that are out there... <laughs> let's go ahead and wrap that yeah. up. People uh, get a little bored with it. Yeah, they do. Uh, there will be a Dick Tracy reboot coming next year. Hermes Press and really? Dick Tracy comic strip alum uh, Richard Piertsky are rebooting Dick Tracy as a graphic novel, which is scheduled for a late 2019 release. Um, I know, you know, nostalgia is a, yeah, is a killer drug, and everybody's looking to print money, but... I don't know if Dick Tracy is one I would have immediately said, you know, that's ready for a revival. Or. Yeah, I think everybody's still got the Warren Beatty, Madonna, Dick Tracy on the mind right. a little bit. And they're like, maybe I'm not so wanting this. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But isn't like Cloak and Dagger coming out? It is, but it's going to be more contemporary set. Um, this, this uh, from, all, from what I've read, and there's a limited amount of information available, but it sounds like this... This comic book graphic novel is going to be, uh, you know, still set in the 40s or whatever. And yes. I just don't know that there's a lot of people clamoring for that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm I wrong. Mean, but we'll see how good it turns out. I mean, if we're if we're going to watch something like, uh, you know, expend, uh, not Expendables, but uh, Untouchables. Right. You know, style of shoot 'em up hardcore gangsters, you know. Right. All that, you know, and he's the tough gumshoe that, right. you know, maybe... It'll be something, but I don't like you said. There's not a lot of people that I know of. Like, oh yeah, Dick Tracy. Yeah, bring back some Dick Tracy. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, over the weekend, uh, Usagi Yojimbo creator Stan Sakai won the inaugural Joe Kubert Distinguished Storyteller Award. Uh, Saw that, which is going to be, I guess, an ongoing, you know, kind of highlighting a, almost a lifetime achievement type of award. Is the kind of way they made it sound. Huh. Um, yeah, the the rabbit, the samurai rabbit, first appeared uh, in 1984, which is kind of weird to think that thing's been around for that long. That's what yeah. going on 35 years almost now. So uh, yeah, and those books still hold up. They're still you know fun to pick up, and you know it's definitely got a very distinct style. You know the art in it is very that watercolor Japanese kind of flowing look to it. So uh, yeah, so it's interesting to see you know still getting <laughs> recognition on that book. 20, 35 years later. That's crazy that, like, I mean, I don't know how, like, or if there's even Casey Jones stuff right. or, you know, a Bebop Rocksteady. Well, know, and Usagi Yojimbo is, even was pre-Turtles, you yeah. know, and that's, you know, that's where it, the most notoriety comes from is that crossover with the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, 
but yeah, it's the book itself. I mean, and they still every once in a while they'll still have them kind of cross over, cross dimensions or whatever, yeah. and the yeah. turtles will be in you know Japan or whatever. But uh, oh, I but didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, it's. Uh, I just figured he's a turtle character that came oh, along no, no, later. No, oh, no, okay. No, it's no. They only cross over every once in a great while. But yeah, it's its own separate separate deal, and it's got its whole own. You know, it's set in basically like a a version of you know feudal Japan with uh, you know instead there's no people they're all talking animals but uh, yeah it's uh it's quite the series it's pretty good it's huh. it's definitely got a feel of the old you know if you ever watch any of the old black and white samurai movies you know that's what it feels like you're reading you know those, oh, okay. those types of stories so uh, Cartoon Network's in the uh, piss poor animation game <laughs> <laughs> it started with their Scooby Doo reboot a couple oh, of years yeah. ago did you remember seeing the art on that oh, it looked yeah. like a Family Horrible. Guy kind of yeah yeah pretty bad like I we, don't know I, and I, that's no commentary on the story and yeah. you know there's a lot of people that are jumping to the defense and like well they're not making these for you they're making these for the kids I'm not talking about the quality of the show I'm talking about the quality of the animation <laughs> absolutely it looks terrible uh, in the past week, Cartoon Network has announced that they're going with a fugly reversion <laughs> of uh, Thundercats. Oh, yeah, I heard Have you about seen that. the pictures on that uh, one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah horrible. That, I'm like, what, what's going on here? And <laughs> now they're taking the DC Superhero Girls series, which they just launched a couple of years ago and yeah. looked very good, looked very appealing. It was age-appropriate. It, it looked like something you could get your kids into, and they have completely bastardized that and gone oh, with a no. uh, stylized, you know, edgy version of that that they're going to launch. I don't get that. Yeah, I, I don't understand. I mean, this is the kind of stuff, and I know these are professionals, and I know some of the professionals that are designing the looks of some of these have won Emmys in television and stuff, but... It looks like the kind of thing you would find, like at a freshman college. You know, this is my uh, final for my animation class. You know, it has that very uh, indie kind of college, <laughs> inexperienced, unpolished look to it. Um, I don't know what the thinking is, but apparently somebody's crunched the numbers and said this is what's going to bring in money somehow. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> somebody somewhere thinks so. Sounds like uh, somebody's uh, high up CEO's grandson or granddaughter just got out of college, <laughs> and, uh, looking for an animation job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because if you look, if you think so about bad. it, you know, you don't see a lot of like, for example, we, let's go back to the Scooby Doo piece. They redid that a couple of years ago. You don't see a lot of Scooby Doo toys on toy store shelves, but no. when you do. It doesn't look like this new cartoon. No. So the ancillary, you know, the licensing piece of it, they're not they're not pushing this as a merchandising line. Yep. If you look at you know, again, we've got, you know, the the superhero girl stuff. I can't imagine that that the folks behind those Hasbro or whoever has the rights to that are gonna completely trash, you know, that look and feel and that entire line and go with this create a new line of stuff based on these Designs and drawings. Well, if they did, it would probably go over to like the preschool section of the, you know, <laughs> that or they'd be, or it'd be for the people who are like, you know, hey, I could do that. You know, it'd be the older, you know, yeah. hey, look what you can do. Someday you can take your crappy drawings and be, yeah. <laughs> get a job in animation. Yeah. yeah, I'm not, but you know what? I'm just a fella here in Springfield. I yeah. got no say on nothing, and my opinion nope. doesn't matter, I guess, but. I don't know. It just it just seems silly. If, I mean, if I was gonna, especially like Thundercats. I mean, you take the Thundercats. Kids still watch that series from right. You know, and that. So why not, like, make a cooler version of that or something? I don't know. Well, like Cartoon Network even like tried to do that like a few years ago, and the animation was actually awesome, and the story was awesome. Yeah. I love that, but. 
don't know why they're going <laughs> just now. Yeah, and the the designs that they have, they don't lend themselves to marketability. I mean, no. you can't if, these things. If you if you stand them up there, they're going to fall over. They don't look. They don't. You know, they're not. I don't know. It's it's not a good look as far as I'm concerned. But like you said, what do we know? We're yeah. just a couple guys from the Midwest talking <laughs> pop culture and whatever. <laughs> I guess if we get big enough, we get to say we'll uh, yeah. we'll put our two cents in there. Yeah, somebody ever yeah. comes asking, we'll let them know. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, over at Fox, uh, the television show Lucifer has been canceled after three seasons. However, the series will air two bonus episodes to kind of tie it all up. Uh, these are episodes that were filmed for season four, which isn't going to happen. Um, and I guess from what I understand, I don't watch the show, but I understand that the finale, season three finale, was kind of a cliffhanger. So oh. I guess this is kind of a, hey, we'll give you these other two episodes that have already been shot, already been produced. We'll air those, and they're going to air them back-to-back on Memorial Day evening next Monday night. So that'll be kind of a, all right, we'll let you kind of go out with what's it. They're not going to spend any oh. more money on it, but they're going to let them wrap it up yeah. with what they've already got. So that's that's something. That's something that maybe other networks should consider. I was going to say. cancel the show, go ahead and give them a final... Hey, all other shows out there that are hanging on a thread. Maybe <laughs> go ahead and do that for your yeah. loyal people. Go ahead, go ahead and film a couple of wrap-up episodes just in case you don't get that series renewal for the next season. Yeah. And hey, I get if you're just a one-season person and it doesn't happen. It's like okay, I get that. But I mean, there's been some six, seven-season stuff that you know <laughs> they get renewed, and you're like, uh, and just saying, guys, like, yeah. Now what, what do we do? Yeah. I mean, they spend money on other bullshit. That, you know, <laughs> they was, might as well, yeah. I mean, why not go ahead and just, like they did there, go ahead and film it, and then that way, okay. If we one, don't get picked up. If nothing mm-hmm. else, we're two episodes ahead. Awesome if we get that. Yep. But if not, we can give our loyal people yep. that, you know, closure. Or, you know, film 95% of it, and if you, you know, or film two endings for it. This is the, you uh, this is the ending if this is episode one of next season. This is the ending if it's our bonus episode and it has to wrap up the whole series. So. Yeah. yeah. It's not like a show hasn't taken you. You're following <laughs> something. All of a sudden, it makes this weird you hard know, left why, turn. Yeah. Why did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> uh, DC has re- redesigned Supergirl for their comic uh, relaunch in August. We're going to have new Supergirl comics in August. The new outfit, as I understand it, is supposed to be more tactical in that it can adapt itself to the environment she's in which is okay that's cool maybe it's kind of even maybe it's kind of sentient i don't know but but the uh but let me describe for those who haven't seen the picture what the costume looks like It, it features a black like a vest there's no sleeve so it's like a black top with a hoodie you know attached to it so there's a hood and the torso is covered. Um, underneath that, it's like a blue spandex, long sleeve, full long leg, you know, like blue, weird kind of blue, like almost like an electric blue spandex. So huh. you got the blue spandex as your base layer. You've got this black kind of hoodie vest, no sleeves thing. Um, on the hoodie black vest thing is like the white Superman crest, so all white. Huh. Um, so it's kind of got a little bit of that, you know, Superman in the black suit look to it. Yeah. Um, and then knee-high black boots with a little bit of red accents on those. Um, and then the cape, it's a full, you know, and when you think of a cape, you think of it crossing both shoulders to down, hanging down the back. And it does that, red cape. But then on the left side, it, like, comes around like a sari, like somebody in India would wear, you know, kind of. And then it, like, tucks into the belt, which looks to be almost, like, part of the cape, too. It's really kind of funky looking. I don't know. Oh, huh. uh, without seeing it. It's kind of, yeah, it's different. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely different. And it's, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't. 
it, it doesn't scream Supergirl when you see it. I mean, I, the, if it wasn't, if you took the S emblem off of the chest piece, the torso piece, it could be any generic new superhero with a new costume. It doesn't <laughs> doesn't scream Superman to me, but or Supergirl in this case to me. Well, Kenny, I think you're pulling up the picture, aren't you? Yeah. Okay, just so you can have yeah, it as I'm reference. Curious. While you're pulling that up, I'll go ahead and talk about uh, Catwoman's also getting a new costume in the comics. Um, this one is less dramatically different. It looks like the costume that Michelle Pfeiffer wore in Batman Returns without the obvious really scarred stitching on it. You know, it's just very, very much looks like that without the stitching and without the heels. So huh. not a major redesign, but slightly different enough that whoever's, you know, drawing those going forward can kind of put their spin on it or whatever. Yeah. Did I you mean, find cool. the new Supergirl? Not yet. I'll see if I can pull it up here. While we're looking, 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 looking. While we're pulling no, that up. finding like 900 other costumes yeah, that they've had. That. Yeah. New Supergirl comic costume. Uh, maybe Joey will have better luck finding it. Yeah, I'll look it up. All right, while we're looking that up. All right. We'll so move on. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> here it is, right here. As soon as it loads up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, here's... Let's see if it'll show the... Yeah. Okay. So if it didn't have the S, which is kind of partially hidden by the cape draping yeah. around anyway, you, it, would, it wouldn't... So there's it nothing super about... You know, nothing that immediately jumps out and says, that's Supergirl. It almost screams weird. Captain Marvel. It's almost... You know what it's almost like? Huh. It's almost like somebody said, you know what's really selling is uh, Spider-Gwen. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what it, that's yeah. what it, it's like. So we're gonna make Supergirl look a little bit, but just slightly different enough. Yeah. Well, that uh, yeah, it looks silly to me, but <laughs> yeah, it doesn't like I said, it doesn't scream super to me. No, but again, what do we know? We're not just trying to crap over everything new here this yeah, week. No. It just just so happens there's a lot of questionable yeah. from our perspective. Uh, and hey, if you're like, listening to this, go check it out. You look yeah, you for the suit, yeah, in the description we gave you, and see if you don't go. Hmm, that's hmm, really okay. <laughs> that's interesting. Right. Uh, uh, moving on, Jake Gyllenhaal is said to be in talks to join the next Spider-Man movie as Mysterio. Ooh, uh, Mysterio. For those that don't know, is the guy with the big fishbowl on his head. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, but anybody <laughs> well, under I mean, that fishbowl, it doesn't have to be Jake Gyllenhaal. Exactly. Uh, he is going to be joining Michael Keaton, who is confirmed to be returning. So we'll really? see huh. if there. It sounds like with the direction they're going, you know, at the end of the, I think it was in the post-credit scene, we had Michael Keaton was in jail. And uh, somebody approached him about wanting to take down the Spider-Man. He had the scorpion tattoo yeah. like on the back of his neck or something. So if they've got the vulture, the scorpion, Mysterio, it sounds like they might be putting together their version of you know the Sinister Six, which was yeah. kind of the Brad kind of the Brad Legion of Brad Doom Brad. for Spider-Man yeah. specifically. So that's what I was getting ready to say. I was like, maybe not necessarily this movie, but if they do a third, and they have confirmed there's, there's like three pictures on this deal. So this wow. might be you know they did the first one and it set up. Spider-Man that set up the Vulture. Now, if they're adding, if they bring in the Scorpion again and they add Mysterio and the Vulture, then they're kind of building that. Something's going to have to happen where, you know, last time we saw Michael Keaton's character, he was protecting Spider-Man's identity a little bit because he saved his daughter. So yeah. something might happen where, you know, that that's going to have to change if we're going to have him be the bad guy. And, you know, maybe by the third one, yeah, they put together the 
the Sinister Six or something. But. Oh, I'm sure something will happen that'll make him be bad again. And, oh, yeah. You know, and, you know, now that you know, it looks like Marvel's really got their CGI together with... Well, <laughs> you say that. I watched Black Panther again over the weekend, and I didn't realize how bad that scene looked where they were fighting at the end, but... But anyway, uh, it's, it's better than well, DC's, well, that's for sure. <laughs> well, in Deadpool 2, the CGI that was in that, is solid. if they could give me a rhino yeah. that oh, looks as yeah. good as, as the person. Yeah. I mean, they did, yeah, they did get so everybody needs Thanos. to go see the movie so I can start talking about this movie. But yeah. Um, yeah, yep, yep, You only got about another week to hold yeah. it down, and then we'll let you go spoiler all, all over it. Up. You can spoil all <laughs> over the thing. But yeah, if they could give me a rhino of that quality, yeah. then yes, please. Yeah, exactly. And I would like to see... One of my favorite things, now this, of course, involved the symbiote right. in the cartoons, but when he kind of flipped out on Rhino in the cartoon, yeah. 90s cartoon, and he yeah. was like going to smash him, he was like, you can't do this, you're the good guy, you know, blah, blah, I'd like to see Peter Parker kind of not, like I said, I don't, I don't want the symbiote costume on him, but I right. want to see him kind of like maybe at a point where he's kind of done with all these bad guys and mm-hmm. he's realizing... Or yeah. maybe the armor is doing it itself. You know, if yeah. he's got the Tony Stark, you know, yeah. AI armor, maybe the armor's, you know, maybe he's, yeah, if the if they're going a different direction with the symbiote and going with Venom and making that its own thing, yeah. then maybe the, uh, maybe, the, uh, maybe the armor itself and whoever's in the armor talking is, you know, is done or whatever. Yeah. Like, this is a threat. We're going to take it out, you know, and he's having to fight the armor. That'd be a great stand-in yeah. and a way to do some of that, you know, yeah. Venom stuff without tying up the Venom piece because... They're doing their own thing with that. Yeah, just no song and dance. We don't need. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't need. <laughs> we do not need Spider-Man Three again. Uh, let's see. Avengers: Infinity War will be available digitally on home video on July thirty-first, with the DVD and Blu-ray coming out on August fourteenth. Figured, uh, you know, they rushed. They got Black Panther out quick. Yeah, but I think they kind of knew that they needed to kind of have that out right as Infinity War is coming out. Yeah, um, this one there's nothing. I mean, Ant Man and Wasp takes place before Infinity War, so they don't they could kind of stretch it out a little bit and get that whole summer to go see it in the theater because I'm sure it'll be playing somewhere in a theater before they wrap it up in August. So. Oh yeah, yeah. And, it's uh, I don't know. It, uh, I kind of figured they would try to get it out a little sooner, but yeah. I mean, I guess it's doing so good in the theater. Why yeah, leave, it, leave it sit there for a while? And, you know, after Ant-Man and Wasp, it's not until next, early next year, like, what, March, before we get Captain Marvel. So, oh, yeah. no so, hurry. No, let yeah. it, let it sit time. there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're good. We're, yeah. We'll just leave that there where it is for now. We'll just <laughs> sit comfortably on our gold toilets. and. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, and then we are going to be, I was telling, uh, talking to Kitty beforehand, we've got uh, some more comic stuff to take a look at. A uh, buddy of ours over at, uh, well, he's moved around, bounced around a little bit, done a couple of different things. He's uh, Jason Inman, who's put together Jupiter Jet uh, Comics. He, their uh, trade paperback, the collection of those, uh, comes out next week. So we will be taking a look at Jupiter Jet and possibly be bringing you guys a special bonus uh, episode interview episode with Jason uh, sometime next week. Talk Sweet. a little bit about Jupiter awesome. Jet. So be looking for that. Uh, some of the books hitting shelves this week at your local comic shop are uh, Image Has Barrier number four. Did you check out the Barrier book that we got at Free Comic Book Day at all? No, the, I was hoping it was in. It's the one that's kind of you. It does. It's not portrait. It's like landscape. You have to turn yeah, your book I was sideways. It was in that stack of books, but it wasn't in there. It wasn't so. in there. Okay. Uh, and then Deadly Class it. number thirty four. 
I think he got uh, yeah, it. I think he does too. Yeah. I think I saw him with it out the other day when we were out there. Uh, Deadly Class, which is going to be a show, I think it was on Sci-Fi. We talked a little bit about last week. Uh, they have a new book out this week, and then Hit Girl number four, which is out of that whole universe with Kick Ass and Hit Girl and all that. Uh, number book number four is out this week. DC has got Detective Comics number nine eighty one, which is the end of James Tynion's run on the book. Uh, number 981 comes out this week. Justice League No Justice, number three out of four. Um, kind of setting up their big summer events over at DC. Uh, also, new Flash, Green Lantern, Suicide Squad, Super Sons, Wonder Woman, new titles uh, out from DC this week on the shelves. Marvel, uh, they're big. They've got a few of them, but uh, their big relaunch project, uh, Black Panther, number one, is out on shelves this week as well as uh, ongoing titles, uh, ongoing books from with Doctor Strange, uh, more Hunt for Wolverine tie-ins and books, more Infinity Countdown tie-ins and books, uh, Moon Knight, Old Man Hawkeye, Old Man Logan, and this week's X-Men title is X-Men Gold, since they're giving you four different teams. They can stagger those and give you a different X-Men book every huh. week, practically. Yep. The Moon Knight is interesting. I love that. that I mean, I, if I'm not mistaken, they're in talks of... That being a series. Everybody wants to see it. There's not one person that I know of who isn't, you know, that knows the character that's not like, yes, please give us that over on Netflix and have him, you know, be kind of there. You know, you could you could take Moon Knight and make him be almost a Deadpool-like character on Netflix yeah. and have him popping in on some of those other shows with those Defenders-type characters. He's already a Batman character. He's a little so. bit, yeah, he's a, he's a little of a Batman, a little little crazy, so, he's awesome. I mean, you could, you could, and he's not, he's not so well-known that, you know, that there's so much baggage with the character. Yes, people know the character and love the character, but you yeah. can play with it. It's kind of not a blank slate. It's not the right word, but you get a little more leeway and a little more freedom to play with that character than if you were to try to bring in something bigger that's established. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So, yeah, why not have fun with somebody like that? You know, it, it goes to, uh, in the same thinking that I get mad when you have to, well, uh, when Hollywood has to have a top-name person playing this character. It's right. Like, you don't need to. Yeah. You can have... If the character's compelling enough and you have the right story, then... Exactly, because you've got either just as good, if not maybe a little better actor who's not very well And known. you don't need to pay yeah. X million dollars exactly. to pay them half of that. And yeah, you can pay him half or even maybe a little less, whatever their wage is for doing that. Yep. And then you can put that money into other things into the show, you know? Or yep. you can make two shows, you yeah, know? Exactly. You use the same sets, have it set the same, and have, you know... Which is interesting. I mean, I know they won't do that necessarily because that's one thing I do like about those Netflix shows that it's all in New York, but each show feels like a different part of New York. They're very, yeah, different very borough. different. Yeah, Hell's Kitchen definitely feels different from the Bronx, from Brooklyn, from you know. So yeah. they do that well. But I think it's the the music that's always and playing, it's, and it's <laughs> and they and they always yeah, it's the music for sure. But and I noticed this especially when we watch the Defenders, you know. Hell's Kitchen is always the color scheme is always it's dark and it's red. Yeah. And you know, when you go, you know, it, all the scenes with Luke Cage are very much yellow and and brown. So they keep that yep. color scheme with Jessica Jones it's all very much that purple and dark and yep. you know, even even though this is the same city, it's like that's weird that it can be fall here, <laughs> but yeah, winter time over there and summer here, but so that was a little squirrely, but yeah. <laughs> they, but they very much kept each of those, you know, Global woman, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> the look and feel of the show is very much, you know, distinct to the character. So, well, that's what I 
if you're doing Moon Knight, it's got to be very white and stark. and yeah. Well, that's something that um, when Gotham started that really caught my attention was, you know, if it was the Riddler, he would have a green neon sign outside right. or there'd be a reflection of green in his glasses or yeah. he'd have a green lapel or something. Just there was little his color. Of, and yeah. if it was Oswald, there'd be a little purple something somewhere or there'd be whatever. Yeah. And, it, and just I loved that little thing that a lot of people, like my wife, didn't get it. Right. And I was like, start watching when they're in the scenes. Their colors are in the, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah and no, she's like, that. oh, my gosh, that is so awesome. I was like, that is just. Somebody paying attention to what that is. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah and, if you're, and if you're playing up the whole mental illness side with Moon Knight, you could pull a little bit of, you know, Legion has opened up what you can do on television and get away oh, with. Yeah. And, you know, oh, so. Yeah. If, you, if, it was, if it was a little bit Legion, a little bit Batman, a little bit Deadpool, and you kind of threw that all in the blender and you had <laughs> Netflix type money to throw at it. And yep. they could They could have magic with Moon Knight. We'll sit here so you know, if you guys listening, are listening. Yeah, if everybody's listening at home. <laughs> More free advice for you guys. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> Go over to Cartoon Network, take some of that crappy <laughs> animation, but <laughs> throw it into a Netflix show. Just in case someone is listening, we want to stress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so those are the headlines. That's the scripted portion of the show. Uh, be sure to vote in our Twitter poll. Like I said, uh, we asked the question of uh, Dustin and Will here. The question of the week on Facebook and on Twitter is, what is your favorite wartime movie? Uh, the results, as they stand at this time, not a ton of votes, so these can all swing in any direction, and there's still a few days left, a couple of days left to vote. Right now, Enemy at the Gates, which was Dusty's pick, is in the lead at 50% of the votes. Uh, coming in at second right now is 300, Kenny's pick, with 33% of, of the vote. Cool. Uh, coming in in third right now was my choice, Casablanca, with 17% of the vote. And without a vote registered yet, so you haven't voted, no. <laughs> is Odin's vote, uh, is Odin's choice uh, with Jacob's Ladder. I saw that uh, Saving Private Ryan, which I know Dustin mentioned, has been mentioned on the Facebook side of the poll as well. So there are so many good uh, wartime films out there. Pick one. If it's not one of the ones that we picked, uh, pick your own. Suggest it in the comments on the you know, retweet it, share it, whatever you need to do uh, to get drum up some support because... If yours wins, we'll certainly let you know that yours got more votes than ours. Yeah, well, uh, and again, we can't send you the golden poppy. But yeah, which we, we did uh, pick up one today. Dusty was asking yesterday. Since he's in the lead, and he's the poppy asking. poppy goes good for, the, for it. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We've got a golden uh, funky town pop. So <laughs> that'll be the trophy. We'll post a photo of it online uh, as we present it every week. Yeah, whenever we make our presentation, our trophy presentation on Saturdays, <laughs> the rotating uh, Golden Funky Town Pop. <laughs> we'll, we'll be sure to put, pick a, grab a I'm photo. sure he will accept it with great humility. Uh, yeah. <laughs> really? You're sure of that, are you? Uh, a man could dream. <laughs> but if you haven't voted, there is still time. Like I said, polls do not close until uh, noon Central Time on Friday. So get in and vote. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at PGTC Podcast or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Podcast. And while you're there, tell us what you think are the top headlines every week. We've had a few folks uh, sharing stuff, asking, hey, what do you guys think about this? Have you seen that? Uh, be sure to share what you think are the top headlines every week. You can send them to us as an email, which is okay. I'll get them. Uh, it's popgoestheemail at gmail.com. Or, or you can just uh, you know send them to us. You can post on our wall or tag us in stuff on Facebook and Twitter. We gave you the links to those, and you can find them if you didn't hear it or you don't want to back up. Uh, links to all that and more on our website at www.pgtcpodcast.com. 
So, yeah, be sure. We had somebody uh, ask us what we thought of the Thundercats on Facebook. They asked us, what did you think of the Thundercats uh, reboot? And uh, I directed them to our Twitter page where our answer was pretty clear, I think. A short two-word answer. Yeah, it's – I I don't know. I guess they're just – I guess Cartoon Network, they're just trying to appeal to the trying to appeal to little everybody. ones, I guess. I don't know. I remember when Cartoon Network, which owns Boomerang, would use that channel to show old cartoons that they own the rights to but yeah. aren't currently in circulation. Yeah. Remember that? That was cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Before somebody just said, hey, well, we need to do something different. Yeah, and you Herculoids. Get, oh, and yeah. You know, and then you know, they'd run in between. They'd run little shorts. You'd have the, the, you know, the bionic stooges yeah. or whatever, you know, the little shorts in between. <laughs> yeah, and, those were great. Oh, that, that was, I don't understand. I mean, I understand. Somebody got promoted and said, we need to use this and do different stuff with it, but. This is how we move forward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I or, wish you know, that, if nothing else, breaks. you know, they've got Cartoon Network has their adult swim block, which is like after, is prime time and later, like overnight. I wish they would do the same thing on Boomerang and call it something, whether it's adult swim or whatever you want to call it, but do show those older shows in the prime time through overnight hours because call it shit people want to watch <laughs> <laughs> call it hey we finally have viewers but uh, the, the, the stuff people go to boomerang for yeah why why would you not if they own that that stuff's just sitting there they own it and they're not doing anything with yep. all these old great shows it's free money. oh yeah <laughs> exactly you could make it the pop goes the culture you know hour or something <laughs> And, we don't uh, mind. We, we'd be happy to come we'll, in and we'll tell you it. what shows to put in what slot so that it we makes a cohesive, it you. coherent, you know. Uh, you can't run this next to that because whenever I was at home as a kid, after I got off the bus, <laughs> these two shows followed each other. <laughs> oh, when this show gets so big, we've got so many plans. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so if you're listening, folks at the Cartoon Network, <laughs> go ahead and run your crappy shows. <laughs> Just give us this. Give us this on Boomerang. Yep. Uh, just in wish of some fellas here in the middle of the United States that, you know. That speak for most of the people in the Midwest when we see this stuff. Exactly. I was thinking they even did something with like a, they did a Bugs Bunny redo not too long ago that kind of had a did. rough, a rougher stylized animation style. I don't know why, I don't know who's who's getting off on that stuff over at Cartoon Network, but <laughs> it's not fun. I don't know. <laughs> and that's again, no indictment or no critique of the quality of the stories. They could be great little shorts. You just got to get people to watch them. And yeah, it's, I mean, <laughs> I... I don't know. I mean, it's, somebody's making choices, and I, th- uh, were they doing? Was it rough? They needed <laughs> to do something, yeah, to what, it up, yeah, or? or is this like a publicity thing? It's like, hey, let's get people talking about us. There's yeah. no such thing as bad publicity. Well, should we well, put out something good? Oh no! <laughs> what well, we, we need to do? do <laughs> well, can we get cheap? No, no I don't want to say that. I don't. You know what? Like I said, these could be great. <laughs> I'm not seeing it, <laughs> but it could be. I hope it is. I don't know. I'm hope thinking, you know, the Teen Titans Go may have they went put through a the same stank thing. on anything. Well, they went through, yeah, they went through the same thing where people love the 30-minute anime Teen Titans show. And then when they announced, hey, we're doing Teen Titans Go, and it's a different animation style, and it's shorter, funny segments. It's comedy, not action. It's, you know, they went through the same process. Everybody's like, no, no, no. The difference, though, in my opinion, for what it's worth, which is little to nothing, is that at least Teen Titans Go looks good, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Say what you will, whether it's your style or not of comedy or whatever, or versus the action of the other, at least it's watchable. These other ones, they hurt my eyes to look at. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, without 
I don't know. Do they even is this thing? When's it planning on coming out? Uh, soon, like in the fall, I think when they re- do the fall season. So, so we can watch it then, and <laughs> then we will tell you how much we really don't like it. Yeah. Or if we're like, hey, you know, you the know, stories we are whatever. Yeah. Hey, but, if we were wrong, I was wrong about Krypton. Yeah. When I get the preview, and that's one of the things whenever we get Jason on uh, for an interview, we sat on the panel, the trailers panel at uh, Planet Comic Con this year, and and he was one of the few of us on that panel that was like, hey, this looks good to me. And I was like, well, <laughs> it doesn't to me, but you know, he was right on that, and I have no problem telling people when they were right and I was wrong. It's just if somebody from Cartoon Network is willing to uh, take our call <laughs> and do our interview, we, we will say we were wrong if we were wrong, but yep. yeah, I'd, at the same time, <laughs> if we're right... You let us program that block on that boomerang. Well, I saw the trailer for Krypton, and I was like, eh, you know. Yeah, it, it is what it is. But yeah. then, like, they had that one-hour special on it. Right. And I was like, oh. I was like, this actually looks pretty good yeah. now that you got, okay, this is the story. This I is where they're now. going yeah. with it yeah. and stuff. So I was like, I'll give it a chance, you know, and I'm glad I did. And Yeah, I, it's been I good. Like it's it. been a fun ride. Now, hopefully it doesn't do one of those things where you're like, oh, that's a pretty cool first season. And season two, you're like, well, well we're not. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to shut down. But we're going to do half the budget. And yeah. Yeah. It's like, now okay. that we've got the people watching, we're going to skip, skip <laughs> back. Because you see that, too. Yeah. Don't get cocky, kid. Just yeah. stick with it. Uh, exactly. Stick with what worked. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I've got. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're, they're busy again in yep, here today. I, I was going to say, they, these guys are... Got a customers. phone in one hand and customers <laughs> with the yeah. other one. Yeah, you're digging through the drawer for helping one and multitasking uh, is what we've got going on here. So with all of that said and done, we're going to do a little business, I think, before we leave. So yep. uh, we got some going to buy a few things. Town pop. <laughs> got his it's golden pop. <laughs> it's just they, somebody must have been listening, decided, hey, let's order one of these. Just see, see if this is what they want to buy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, we're going to do a little business and... Uh, got got things going on the rest of the day today. I know I've got meetings all afternoon. I know you guys probably got some work to get done. Yeah, well. I got a ton of hats I got to get done today. So. <laughs> Kids are home from school for you. Mine are out tomorrow. So uh, awesome. We are going to wrap this thing up for another week. Uh, we are the, just because we're wrapping up doesn't mean oh, know, watch that that things are wrapping up here. These guys are are very busy. Uh, it's going to be a busy weekend out here as well. I wanted to mention before we get out of here that. Uh, if you hadn't heard from last week, I'm going to tell you now, we've got a big four-day uh, Memorial Day sale going on out here all weekend long. Starts the 25th, which is Friday, I believe, if I'm not wrong. i got to look at the date on my phone make sure I know what today is. Today is the 23rd, so yeah, it starts Friday. Hey, all right. So uh, starting Friday and going till Monday, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, over here at Vintage Stock on South Glenstone, right across from the Battlefield Mall in Springfield, Missouri. They've got a big four-day Memorial Day, Memorial Day sale going on. Let me ex- tell you how this works. It is buy one, get one free on back-issue comics and pre-owned graphic novels, uh, single game cards and sports cards. They've got tons of Pokemon, Magic. I mean, we're surrounded by cards where we're at here. <laughs> uh, 2016 older sports card packs. Uh, they've also got... A buy two, I'm trying to find the sign there, buy two, get one free on music, books, video games, movies. Both of those things are happening over the next four days. Not the next four days. Over four days this uh, holiday weekend, starting Friday the 25th. You can come in here and spend a little bit of money and walk out with a lot of stuff. I saw they've got some kind of a special uh, 
on the uh, if you come in and buy an Xbox One X, they've got they've got all kinds of stuff space specials and sales going on here now, and certainly all weekend long over the four day Memorial Day weekend. So if you have the time, if you're not even sure what you're looking for, you just know you got a little bit of disposable income in your pocket. <laughs> come on in here, you'll find something that'll grab your interest. I'm sure. Like I said, we've got racks of video games on this side. We've got racks of movies and DVDs on that side. We've got all kinds of comics back here. We've got other figures and toys. And I mean, it's overwhelming sometimes in here. Sometimes I catch myself trying to do a show. I start looking around. And I'm like, oh, I don't think I saw that last week. And I'm still trying to talk. <laughs> but, uh, but there's a lot to see. And uh, like I said, some good sales and discounts and specials going on over the holiday weekend. So if you've got the day off and you get the weekend off before you head down to the lake or whatever, uh, might swing in here and take a look, see what you can find that you want to pick up. Heck yeah, with those kind of deals, man. You definitely <laughs> you won't leave with empty hands, I guarantee. Yeah, like I said, we're going to spend a little bit of money today before we get out of here. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, yes. With that said, I have been Joey Mills with GeekDad.com. I am Kenny Wright. In transition. In transition to yeah. other things. And I am Odin in transition as well. And for Will and Dustin here at Vintage Stock, we are going to get out of here. And thanks everyone for listening. And we'll catch you. In, yeah, we'll catch you tomorrow. We got. Are you guys going to be at the Alamo tomorrow? Yeah. All right, we'll be at the Alamo Draft House tomorrow for our Thursday movie show. We'll be doing our show on Saturday from the home studio. We're going to go see Solo Friday night. So we right. will give our thoughts on Saturday of Solo. It's I've heard really good, and I've heard eh, and I've not heard really bad. So that's good. <laughs> and we will uh, we will catch everyone uh, at one of those shows later on this week. I'm sure it'll probably be good because I mean we're going in oh, yeah. not expecting it, expecting to nothing. Star <laughs> Harrison Ford, and, right? You know all that. So I, I think it's going to be good personally. So yeah. we'll let you know though. Yeah, absolutely. We will catch you guys later on in the week. All See right. you later. Bye. Later. Bye.